Hello everyone, welcome to our fifth episode of Public Discourse. My name is Sancho Jacinto. And this is Ricardo. How's everyone doing tonight? Good, good. Yeah, so this is actually a pretty special episode. It's just me and Ricardo and we're just going to talk about 2020. And we're actually doing this live. We normally do this in through Skype calls or through being far away from each other. And yeah. now we're seated beside each other, having fun, chilling. So this is an experiment episode. And today, we're, our topic is just to talk about 2020. It's just me and this Ricardo. It's going to be a 2020 recap. If yeah, you know. yeah. So me and Ricardo just talking about it. Right now, it's January, was it, 16, 2021. Yep. And 2020 is over. 20, so we'll go ahead. So what do you think of... Uh, House life in 2020, Ricardo. House life in 2020. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say anything revolutionary. 2020 was shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, being at home all day was awful. It was dope at first, just like I'm sure everyone thought it was. And then about a two months in, it was awful. And it was time to, we were ready to move on. So I'm happy that we're near the end of this. But yeah, 2020 was awful. Yeah. What about you? Well, the way I see it, you know, I was discussing this with uh, my fiance earlier. Well, we jogged 6.5 miles and burned a lot of calories. So I'm actually feeling really good right now because I actually got some exercise. And the way I see it is 2020, I, I look at it in a macro and a micro point of view. Macro is how, you know, current events, how the media have kind of have their narrative, you know, like what happened in the world, mm-hmm. which we can talk more specifically later. And I can talk more about the micro, which is what happened in my life. And right. to be honest, like we all know this year has been pretty shitty for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, particularly for, you know, the elephant in the room, the COVID-19 pandemic that happened in 2020 that we still are experiencing right now when it's trying to social distance six feet right. I think around uh, two million people already died worldwide and that is crazy you know that is unprecedented mm-hmm. it happens every last time it happened is a hundred years and it, hap- it seems to happen every hundred years it's crazy if you look at the trend with but my point is like in micro in terms of my life it's been great like I've been engaged you know, like I spend a lot of my time with my wonderful fiance, and our relationship has grown mm-hmm. really well. And yeah, I think a lot of it is 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 actually not too bad. Like I still have a job. I actually saved the most money in my life, and it, the pandemic kind of worked out for me in a way. There, you know, before when we go to the office, we would eat a lot of dock, a lot of Chinese food, a lot of restaurants. All of that is gone now, so I gotta I actually save a lot of money, spending less. I lost a lot of weight. And yeah, I think it's been a pretty good year for me just, and I didn't catch COVID at all, got mm-hmm. negative. So I think it's a pretty good year for me just personally, but it still sucks because I, you know, being part of the planet Earth, I got affected by right. all of like the sucky macro things that happened in our, in our mm-hmm. world. So I will say from a micro, I definitely, me, and I, I was speaking with this with my roommate, how fortunate we are, because here I am living uh, living in my own place. I have my own spot. And not only was I able to keep my job through this time, I was actually able to transition to a new one, which is a much better situation. And this is all during COVID when uh, there was a big concern about jobs and unemployment was so high. And I personally knew people who got fired. I personally knew people who had to quit working for a while. So it was definitely kind of crazy to get out there in that job market, but then to find success, especially in such a quick way, or in such a quick way, was definitely a great thing. 
So from that micro, I would, I would say things have been pretty great. <laughs> yeah. And hey, congratulations again on your new job. You know, I think it's one of the things we're celebrating right now. So I really, uh, I really commend you. That's, that's a big leap, you know, especially Absolutely. leaving her. And I think, you know, when you're talking, it just gave me like a realization. Uh, as our former CEO said, like a half moment mm -hmm. that accounting is, is the reason for this. Like, we might not like accounting that much. We might not be as passionate as much. And right. I think only a few people kind of share that sentiment, mm. you know, that who are very passionate about accounting. But right. it provided that with stability. You know, it has, like, like what you said, like, I remember when, we were, when you were starting your job process and you're just telling me how, like, so many job prospects were available. And it's just, like, crazy. Wow. Like, you're actually doing it. Like, mm -hmm. for me, I'm getting a lot of inquiries but I never really like tried it out but now Just that you actually went to the process it's like oh wow it's real like this like, this degree is amazing and I'm gonna share like I have a you know a new mentee with those masters you know with uh, my I have a mentorship I started and I have a mentorship program and she actually uh, she graduated with like English like history major mm -hmm. and she was telling me how it's like the opposite of us it's like I mean she's a great human being I think she's really good at public speaking she's probably really good at interviews but she uh she just couldn't get a job because of her degree. This is like a history degree, an English degree. Right. You know, like compared to us, where like, like having an accounting degree is already a big leg up because mm -hmm. it really gave us a skill. So what I'm thinking, like now we talk about us, all of our personal lives. What I'm thinking is kind of how this episode can go, and a lot of our listeners can can relate to. Is we can just talk about 2020, maybe from the beginning mm -hmm. to the end. Absolutely. You want to get started? Maybe like yeah, it's happening the new, by the new year, right? Yeah, I do while think that'd I, be great. But while I eat this chocolate. Absolutely enjoy. Well, it's don't eat that chocolate just yet because I have a question. Well, okay. I'll, well, I will. But I am hungry. Feel free to eat. I mean, have at it. Okay, uh, thank but you. But I'll ask you my question and I'll say. I can uh, talk while I'm eating. Yeah, but it sounds awful. So <laughs> my question is this, uh, and this is why I'm asking it. So mm -hmm. 2020 was bad, right? But every year... As people, we'd like to believe we grow in some manner or another. Mm -hmm. And so, as, as I was talking about leaving this job, I was starting to think that externally, that's the kind of biggest change I've gone through. And that's, you know, leaving the comfort of my old job to this entirely new one. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, internally, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've had some growth. I'm not going to get into too much details there, but... Mm -hmm. I've had some internal growth that uh, was definitely noticeable oh, that's good. throughout 2020, yeah. which was great. And so my question to you is, what is the biggest change that you've gone through or undergone, whether it's external, like the biggest thing, the biggest decision that you've made that's changed your life, mm -hmm. or internal, <laughs> maybe something you've wrestled with before and you were finally able to conquer, yeah. if you will. I mean, maybe, I mean, you can say the biggest decision is buying that ring. It's very expensive, you know? But you it is, yes. It is. Uh, I don't like, as you know me, I don't like spending. And if you look at my, you know, as being an accountant, I have an income statement every month. Right. If you look at my income statement, I have a profit actually every month in 2020, except mm -hmm. that month when I bought the ring right. <laughs> as a loss. Because it's, you know, like that ring is basically like even more than my monthly income. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, to be honest, I mean, if we're not talking about major events for now, like 2020 has been crazy for me. I mean, you know the pandemic i think changed everything i was very optimistic coming in just because of me like vision 2020 like you know it just sounds good and it's right. a new decade 
Uh, 20, started a decade. That was yeah, a decade. in 2019, as you know, my 2019 was great, but then my grandma passed away. Right. Like by the end of it, so I was, it was in, you know some in some other crazy things, literally crazy things happened to me, and you know being hospitalized and all that, right. all that events, and I feel like I survived that. So I was like, okay, it's a new start. It's a new decade. It's a new year. It's gonna be great, and it started great. You know, we had my my we started. I I was able to recover from work because when my grandma passed away, I had a recession at work. You know, I started sucking at work, and it's right. not because I just suck. It's just like why am I, why, yeah why, why am I why am I fucking working when I should be in the Philippines like right. you know like mourning. You know, I'm mourning. You can't. It's just hard to mourn and work. I know it's like the American way, but it's it's hard for me. So 20, the 2019 was like two halves where it's like it's great you know it's particularly with my love life and then eventually with my you know my grandma's the one who actually raised me when my mom passed away mm-hmm. so she was very important to me so 2019 I would even say 2019 is worse than 2020 just because of that fact from that person yeah perspective. personal perspective but mm-hmm. you know so 2020 I, I started January February I think those two months are like my work recovery months like I actually like I focus at work. I spend a lot of hours, and I actually it worked because I'm <laughs> it worked at work. You know, it mm-hmm. worked because I was able to to perform well again. My reviews started going up again. It's like oh, you know, they're starting saying I'm doing well rather than before. Oh, you're you're not doing well at this, and it's and it, the big part that's doing well because of my 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 mind wasn't there. Right. You know, I wasn't I wasn't really at work mode. I was in morning mode. Yeah, but uh, 2020, I guess it's a it's a recovery period for me. And I think the pandemic actually helped, <clears throat> you know, like just the fact that I'm always home and and a part of it is really like knocking myself in the head. But at the same time, I don't really regret it. You know, I, I kind of like started the pandemic around March watching Naruto, you know, Naruto Shippuden. Because like on Valentine's Day, my amazing fiance actually gave me uh, a gift of Naruto Shippuden uh, uh, DVDs. So I actually, wow. so I watched all the, all of Naruto in the Philippines growing up, but I never watched Shippuden because they didn't show it there, and it's, you have to have cable, I didn't have cable. So I finally, I binge-watched 500 episodes. So even before the pandemic, I would go home and just, like, watch Naruto. And then, like... I remember that. Yeah, and then eventually, the pandemic actually helped because, like, oh, now, like, there's no travel time. The travel time is just, like, two episodes of Naruto I can watch. Exactly. <laughs> so I started getting into that. And then, actually, 2020 is great. I forgot to mention I became a U.S. citizen. Right, that twenty. It's it's that is a big deal. That is a big deal. That is something I've always dreamed of in my life. You know, I'm 28 years old now, but I always dream of it since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So it's really been great for me, like my, you know, like my personal life. But it's not great for the world because of the pandemic. But in a way, uh, and then when I became a citizen, you know, I started getting playing the Dota again, which is a, a, a game that I played mm-hmm. a lot when I was in high school. So I started playing games again, and right. it is. You know, a part of me is like I should be studying for the CPA. I should be f- focusing on my career. Mm-hmm. But another part of me is saying like, well, this is great because I always want to play Dota again. Like always, you know, I had so much fun in high school playing those games, and now that we're not, you know, we're not going anywhere. It's right. illegal, and then we're all like stuck at home. I gotta find something to do. And it all it all started with me was like I'm watching all these shows. I'm binge watching a bunch of shows, movies. And, like this is boring. Like I'm I'm just lying down here doing nothing. I wanna mm-hmm. like. I want more interactive stuff and that's mm-hmm. when I started playing games again and uh, yeah so I think to really answer your question see I sound like a politician like, like <laughs> saying a lot of things we start directly answering your question I think the biggest growth for me really is 
knowing more who I am and to be part of a part of history and to to be able to to be able to be more comfortable with just staying at home and mm-hmm. you know having a lot more introspection mm-hmm. rather than because when I'm a introvert so when I go out you know it's like going out with friends and stuff you know when we go out in DC back in the day but now that's being on my own being in that little room I'm able to like just me me myself and I and I'm able right. to do whatever I want and I still aim to go to that CPA thing but you know killing other heroes in Dota is just really fun. It's way yeah. more fun. Yeah, what we played. So, sitting down and yeah. So do you want to go? Counting terms. Do you want to go now? We can just go ahead and like do a rundown of like major events, or you want to continue talking about personal stuff? Uh, I mean, I guess we can do a rundown of major yeah. events. I'm. My thing is, I don't. Here's my problem. Yeah. 2020 is all one big blur because I was mm. here at home all the time. Yeah. So you remember before we started this podcast. I was like, 2020 is when Kobe died, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like in that's, January, that's really yeah. I gave a speech blended. about it. I remember. I remember. I didn't even remember that you binged Naruto this year. Yeah. I thought that was last year. No, that was this year. I was in, it started in a Valentine's Day. Well, well yeah. 2020 was last year. We are 16 days into 2021. That's, but I get what yeah. you're saying. Mm-hmm. I thought you did that in 2019. Mm-hmm. But uh, January, let me think. First of all, do you remember what you were doing January? Yeah. I was uh, working. You were working? Yeah, because I, I was in that, and it's not even like working now. No, I'm talking about like, New Year's. How did you break the New Year's? Oh, I just got out of the hospital. So I, right. was, I was just... Yeah, we don't, we don't have to go into Yeah, I, I, I was just on my room on my own. Yeah. I almost uh, welcomed 2020 actually in, while being uh, inside the hospital. So thank right. God I was discharged. Literally, like on the thirty first. Right. So I kind of, I basically just spent twenty 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 being very grateful, mm-hmm. just just not being not in the being hospital. In the yeah, I mean, I can, I can, you know, we don't have to go detail of this podcast, right. but Correct. you know, all right. the all the, I do. all the things I, I've experienced there. I but, think I yeah. can't even remember how I started twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I think I started it. I think I broke it in at a great restaurant. Because mm. uh, I don't think I went to a party. I broke it in at a great restaurant. Had an amazing steak. And then, uh, then welcomed it in. That's what oh, okay. I think, but I don't. Oh, know. I, I like the steak. I, yeah. I, I welcomed it. Amazing in. steak. Watching yeah. YouTube. Watching YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's like the YouTube live of the mm. the ball. Right, yeah. and then the ball dropping. Yeah, ball dropping. Right. Okay, know. so January, month of January. What what happens big in the world then? Whatever. I think that's the main thing. Really, is the Kobe. That I think. Kobe passed. Yeah, because I remember just being so focused at work in January. You know, I mean, it's our busy season as well. Like, that's mm-hmm. yeah, a year ago. It's January now. It's our busy I'm in the, mid- in the middle of... Well, you're, you're out. You're out of here. But our I'm department done. is in the middle of busy season. Two more, two more days of just phoning it in. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm impressed, though. You're still working. Sometimes I see you. Like, some, I know some people just left. Like, they don't, they don't care. They but, just go, yeah, yeah, I'll turn this in if I turn it in. Yeah, like, they just leave work early and everything. But... Yeah. Yeah, what do you do? Farm me? Like I'm already out. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's the main thing, really. That's Kobe dying. I remember just watching the news and being really shocked with it, with the mm-hmm. helicopter, and and I think that's where the talk of 2020 sucking started. Right. You know, I do believe. Yeah. I think that was the genesis. I agree, because yeah. I can't think of anything before that. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about that? I remember. I'll never forget that day, because I know it was a big day. But mm-hmm. I so. I was at my desk. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
you and I were probably chatting about some nonsense, as we known to do. And <laughs> Lauren, I remember, I, I'll never forget this. My roommate goes, holy crap. And he, and I, he, he walks out, he goes, Ricardo, Ricardo, Ricardo. Knocks on my door, opens it up, and he goes, Kobe died. That's a Sunday, right? He died on a Sunday. So you were, I have no idea. You were working. I thought I was Sunday? working. I was pretty sure I was working. You're I was working? in front of my computer. Okay, you're, you're, that's what I remember. Maybe, maybe you're just a computer. very hardworking employee working on the weekend. We know that's not true. <laughs> so I'm assuming that I was in front of my computer. Just I don't know what I was doing. You're probably playing Dota. I know for a fact that I was because I remember <laughs> I was sitting at that table. Yeah, exactly. I was testing out Dota for the first time. Yeah. Um, no, I don't remember what I was doing now, but I was on my computer. And he goes, he goes, Kobe died. Yeah. And I was like, man, that really sucks. Yeah. And I went back to my computer because that's how much, I mean, I understand he's a mm-hmm. basketball legend and I'm sad for him and his family, but I don't care about basketball. So his death wasn't that impactful to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I gave a whole speech but, about it. Right. I'm, I'm that's more how much impacted. It you. I mean, I'm, uh, I actually hated Kobe. Like, I'm a big Spurs fan. You know, he's against my team. And mm-hmm. even back in the day, I, you know, when I was a kid in the ni- in the nineties, early two thousands, with Kobe Shaq combo, right. I always hated Kobe because Kobe keeps taking all the shots. Where I'm like, just give the ball to Shaq and you will win. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and he keeps missing it. Like the eight Kobe is the one who scored eighty one points. Is the Kobe that is known to not pass the ball. That's where I started. Right. When he became twenty four, won MVP. He actually started becoming a more well rounded player. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, it's it's it always respected him. Like the main thing I really, you know, I mean, we I know we have a lot of other things to discuss, but. The main thing I can like take away with Kobe is the, they call it the Mamba mentality, right? Which is basically like, think about this, like it's very similar with me, like the Kobe and LeBron. LeBron is someone who's super, super talented, and you know he just parties and just dunks on everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like in for me that's kind of me in with Law, you know, like I, I told you, like I got four point with Law, I did it really well without doing much effort. While Kobe, you know, he wasn't really a a really top pick. He was like second rounder, I believe, like 16th pick or something. Right. And he was, but when everyone's partying, he's like, he's doing it through hard work. And I looked up to Kobe and I can relate to Kobe through accounting because yeah. I'm in a, I mean, I'm like being an accountant now. I'm not actually very talented in accounting, but in order to, to get to this point where I am now, every single time of my life, I would study, you know, like every single free time I'll be in the library studying Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what Kobe is known for, and I think that's what has really impacted people's lives. It's like even though if you're not as talented as Jordan or LeBron, you can still win five championships if you put the work in. Right. And that's called the Mamba mentality, and I think that's what's really been known. That's what he's known for, because a lot of people like Jordan or LeBron, they come in the league and they start dominating. Mm-hmm. Kobe was not; he was like a regular player when he came in. And he just and he worked start, his way up. He worked his way up, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so I, from yeah. outside perspective, because again, I didn't follow mm-hmm. basketball. I thought he walked in like a LeBron, no, eighteen, scoring I mean, like he was. He was a well superstar, like in high school, but he wasn't like when he first started playing. He wasn't. He was like a you know he started in the bench, and he he wasn't like you know he wasn't like that like kind of like Lamelo Ball right now. I was mm-hmm. telling you, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, another thing I, for me personally with Kobe being a Spurs fan, you know, like he broke my heart so many times and I, my team broke his heart so mm-hmm. many times too. It's like a rival. Of course. So it's it's like, it's one of those things where like I never knew the guy personally, but I felt like I, he's like a big brother to me. Like he's, he's like somebody that I knew based on just by watching him play and, mm-hmm. you know, following his story. 
you know so i think i think that's what makes it so impactful but i think you know but that you know as we know all of that got overshadowed in march you know with that and i think it's really funny and it just makes me like it, things like this makes me like incre- increase my faith and just realize mm-hmm. god is real mm-hmm. it's because like before the lockdowns we had like my big birthday party at recessions right you know it's like what are the chances where we have like this big party and then everything and then gets everything, yeah everything yeah so i was like oh well, you know i always think at least i get to get that birthday party out mm-hmm. out of the way and, you know people are telling me about it i was like oh Sancho, it's so crazy you know yeah, but I guess what do you think about the pandemic? <laughs> I think after the COVID, I mean, there's another thing like the Australia wildfires, Australia wildfires, which is uh, but sad. But we don't really. I mean, you know, animals died. You know, people. You know, trees are burned down. Trees are burned down. As they've been known to do. <laughs> yeah, this is, is definitely insensitive. This is yeah. probably the most insensitive part. I mean, I don't know what to talk about. But it. I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> yeah, <either>. exactly. <laughs> trees so, are burned. Yeah, exactly. So, so that it was sad. People lost. I'm sure people lost things. Yeah, I think the Amazon burned, burned too. Right? Is right. That, is that like another thing that happened? And then the whole thing I is think like, so. Yeah. yeah. And the whole thing was like Kobe like the Kobe thing happened first and then the Amazon burn burning and then and then all of this. Wasn't there like the possibility of World War Three? Oh yeah. Wasn't that a Yeah, thing? That, that's another thing too. I remember talking about that in the office where like like Trump then this one I actually had some more respect with the president with back Trump, then. Yeah, because yeah, like think about this, like actually before that World War Two everybody knew there's actually like a uh, Iran shot up a drone, and the advisors told Trump to like fuck Iran up because they killed the drone. But actually, Trump like averted the war because he right. was like, no, like it's just a drone, you know. And everybody yeah. commended. I mean, it's a comment, you know. Like, well, he's going out very, <laughs> very uh, disgracefully yeah, right now because of his, uh, you know, disagreement for a peaceful transition of power. But mm-hmm. back, back, you know, back then it was it was it was actually something that was commended. Right. And then eventually he he, he killed Soleimani, right, uh, the general. Mm-hmm. And then Iran was like, no, we're so mad, we're gonna like get revenge. So they launch a bunch of missiles right. to a military base in Iraq, and then they they have like interceptors. Yeah. And that's so why like well, then they were like, oh, World War Three. <laughs> yeah, that's what it seemed. Yeah, because I, I mean, it, that. It, it, yeah, that was that was another crazy thing. But I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of like Trump supporters actually admire this president. Is mm-hmm. that that's one of their arguments? It's like all all this process, like Obama, Clinton. You know, Bush, they all started wars. Well, like, this guy is kind of like a pacifist in a way. Right. You know, like, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't start any wars, you know. But right. he started a war in the country. <laughs> he has a civil war instead. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of civil instability. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's funny that you say that. Yeah. Because prior to, prior to uh, a COVID hitting, and obviously we'll discuss that, prior to that hitting, I never really had an issue with him. I didn't love the guy. Yeah. I absolutely never loved him at any point. I was hopeful when he first got elected. I will always say, because I told this to our friend who's coming over tonight, mm-hmm. I uh, I said, you know what, dude? I hope he's the best president we've ever had. I genuinely hope that. Yeah, well, I don't he, had, he had that potential for it. I, 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 and I, you know, at some points I was genuinely thinking and hoping, like, Maybe he'll say some kooky and do some well, kooky things. Here's, here's, how it, be yeah, okay. here's how I see it. I feel like it's an experiment. Right. And there's never in this country, or maybe even other countries that are prominent, that you have somebody who is a private citizen went straight to president. That's you, true. You know what I mean? Normally you become a senator, you become a well, vice you president. Have, you go through the political You go, political yeah, process, go through the ladder, but he went straight for it. And it's and he's a businessman, though a corrupt one, you know, a con man, you know. No. And, and, and he won, and it was like, well, you know, it's an experiment. It's like, okay, what happened if, like, 
an outsider just broke into Washington swamp and mm. become president. Well, now we know what happened. Now you know, we know. It is. I mean, it is. Uh, you know, quoting our former guest, like t- Terry from our last mm-hmm. episode, he was actually told me like, you know, Trump got through power through insulting everyone. You know, I mean, it's and and, and now he's like paying for it. And it, I mean, even back then, that's why people didn't really want to work with him. Right. You know, and 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 I was telling this to one of our friends who's coming later too. It's like, it's. I would see this as a win. I mean, I'm kind of skipping to 2021 now, you know, like right. now that, that Biden's inauguration is basically like four days from now. Right. Because think about this, what Trump did, you know, I mean, it's for like people listening in the future, in the past, there's no context, you know, Trump didn't, basically, long story short, he doesn't want to admit defeat because he thinks he was cheated. Right. All right. That's basically the story. You, hold on real quick. Let me, let yeah. me throw in that. You don't actually think he thinks he was cheated, do you? Maybe I don't know. I mean, I, that's the thing with him. I think that's like, a completely. You know, so I'm, I'll let you finish. Yeah, but I mean, my, my my main thing is like, this is a guy who's who has all the power of the executive branch, right. being the president of the United States, and he did all he can first through the courts, through inciting his you know like his supporters, to even as far as to storming the Capitol, right? Right. And he's still not a dictator. You know what I mean? He's still not an emperor. And it, and it sh- and I think it's a win. It's like if if there's a president of the United States who does everything he can in his power to stay in power, is it possible? I mean, I'm not trying to you know knock on wood. There's four days left, right? But I would say that it's you know it's the second audit. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 uh, dictator proof. Like our system, our separation of powers is dictator proof. And you know, and it, and I, I think it's it's a good thing to show that because I always thought about even before Trump, I'm like, what if we have a president in this country that that actually like tries it, tries to like do what all these other presidents do, and you know, including just my home country, stay. the Philippines, just, just stay, stay just try to be a dictator, you know, like my, one of our presidents in the Philippines declared martial law, and he was president for like 20 years, 30 years, I think. You know, and I was like, what if that happened in this country? Because when I, you know, I have a paralegal law degree, and a lot of those classes that I learned, you know, in my law degree is a lot about separation of powers and all these theories about how it's impossible for it to happen. And I was like, well, it hasn't happened because all the presidents has been respectful. Right. Well, now no no one's had the balls. Yeah, no, I ain't leaving. Yeah, now we have. What are you gonna do? Drag me out? (laughs) You know. Yeah. So now we have one, and it's it happened. So. So I think I think you know I think that's a perspective a lot of people are not thinking about with this whole situation and I think it's like you know I mean we're both accountants. That ultimately you know? democracy. Will yeah, happen. it's like not necessarily democracy because there's democracy in a lot of places, but it's just like the system, the, system the separation of powers. You know. Well, we're tyrant proof. Yeah, we're that's, tyrant proof. That's, that's what fine. I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it's a good perspective. Yeah. Because I, I think I was just gonna go negative and just go. I mean. There, there is other things wrong with our politics, but the entire proof is pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and I think because you know, I mean, we know the Philippines is not tyrant proof. Like it's right. kind of funny, like in their country right now. It's funny, it's sad at the same. You know, it's just so sad. You just laugh at it. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yeah, I, I will say this. <laughs> every time you talk about the Philippines, it's it feels like it's always worse than the last to the point where. It's, yeah. It's become ridiculous. Because it, 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 like think about this. There's two layers. I'll share a little story. This like little current event in my country. So mm-hmm. you know Duterte. A lot of people are trying to get Sarah Duterte. Right. So it's like you know Rodrigo Duterte, the current president. A lot of people are trying to get her daughter to be her successor. Mm-hmm. To be an ex-president you know it's like monarchy right mm-hmm. but then uh, Duterte was like you know being a big sexist pig that he is 
He was like, oh no, presidency is not a woman's job. Like, you can't be a woman and be president. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, it was just funny because, like, the Speaker of the House, which is the same uh, priority as, pre- as Duterte, was GMA, Gloria mm-hmm. Macapagaro, who was a president of the Philippines, mm-hmm. who was a woman. <laughs> That's hilarious. So that was that was gonna be my next question. How sexist is the Philippines? Are they? Well, I think it's just just the territory mainly. I mean, there's a lot of people there too, but right. it, it probably seeps into the culture. But right. it's but it's not over. I mean, like we that. had we have two female presidents already, right? You know, but it's just like oh, okay, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely not over like that then. Yeah, but so yeah, so we want to talk about COVID now. Yeah, we're going to talk about COVID now. What, what, what are we talking about it? I so mean, what are we, what are we, what, what can we say that hasn't been said, unfortunately? Well, okay. It sucks. It does suck. Yeah. I mean. Did you, at what point did you take it seriously? I mean, it's. You know, because <laughs> for a long time, and this is what I'll say, until we got locked down. Yeah. A big thing that I was seeing was uh, the memes. The memes. The memes. The, oh, yeah. The, the, the bad eater meme. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. You know, this is what you can order at Chinese restaurants. You know, like it's just it was a bunch of it was a bunch of fucking this is a bunch of goofy shit. Yeah. And so I didn't take it seriously for yeah, at it's least. Yeah, like, it's so racist too. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I didn't take it seriously for at least two, three weeks. Well, to be fair, I'm kind of guilty with it too. You I don't know think, Hold on, gonna, real quick. Yeah. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I actually took it seriously until after the lockdown. Mm. And then it was like we're, we we have to lock down for a month, and I'm like for a month. Yeah. Really, we do, and then I don't remember when I read about the first case hitting, but uh, I finally took it seriously after we we had that second month, where I was like, all right, we're two months in, and now these cases are starting to increase, yeah. and it's starting to feel like it's everywhere. This may be some real shit. I don't think I'd heard anybody. It, yeah, it just, it at yeah, that it's just yet. crazy how the timeline went. You right. Know, I mean, we're in, you know, it started in March, right? And mm-hmm. now it's like January 2021. We're already in January. And, and it's, it's, there it's is even in sight, though. Yeah. Can we at least Because, I mean, people are that? getting vaccinated exactly. now. Exactly. I'm thinking yeah, it, that's what they're saying. I, I mean, to answer your questions for mm-hmm. me, it's like, I mean, I just remember we have like a ticket for like, so when Kobe died, we decided, well, we're going to watch the Lakers for Kobe. Right. So, a good of friends of mine, we actually have like a ticket to watch Wizards versus Lakers. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends were like, having concerns about covid and i was kind of proof with it kind of like pandemic proof in a way because you know they had like epidemics before mm-hmm. with like ebola sars all that stuff and i always like i always think about it. like it didn't really you know it didn't really like spread you know right and then they were i was saying like well if if like you actually because there was like one case in dc back then if you actually went to that person and like have contact in that it's not gonna spread to you but i feel like we all like just underestimated how uh Infectious, mm-hmm. and I remember I was taking an Uber to work before the lockdown. They were saying like how like SARS, you know, or Ebola, right. well, those they were more deadly, but they don't spread as much. Well, COVID is less deadly, but they spread so much. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking to myself like, what is what is worse? Is it like the one that spreads more but less deadly, or the one that it spreads less? Well, I guess now we know the answer that yeah, it is the, the one that spreads more, more yeah, is the worse because you know, I mean, even though it's not as deadly, it's uh. like. If everybody's infected, it, it will affect a lot Eventually, more. Eventually, everyone will die from yeah. it. I, I just remember, like, going about the memes. I just remember laughing at that meme, like, the, like the you know, like, the Pokemon. Like, I will travel across yeah. the land. It was like, COVID patients. I will travel. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but it, it I mean, my, my main thoughts with COVID, it's really, it's sad. I mean, I, you know, like, people are dying out. People I know are actually got, yeah. got it. People, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I don't have a personal person friend that 
passed away, but I have I like so you know like a friend's mom passed away mm-hmm. or like. You I've know. definitely heard of people in my life who have passed away from it. Yeah, not close necessarily. And it, and it, it is just really sad. And at least now, twenty twenty one, like at the end of the tunnel. You know, like we have vaccine vaccinations and. But I think what makes me more sad over like COVID is just like. This 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 year and continuing to this new year, it this kind of shows like the real colors of America, which is yeah. I guess it's more white. You know, yeah. it is it as an immigrant. I always like look at the U.S. and you know always look at it as like, well, is it actually racist? And then I come here and I met white people and they're actually friendly to me. Like, oh, so they're not racist, right? Right. But then again, I'm kind of blindsided in a way where like, well, I live in D.C. area, who is like a more diverse, more welcoming culture. But you know, in other parts of the country, that's where it's actually the issue is. And yeah, it was just sad, like just the anti-vax situation. You know, like all this conspiracy theories you know and all this all this stuff going on which kind of like supplements the main problem that we have mm-hmm. but like I said you know I mean at the end of the day I mean another thing I want to say is like I feel like this 2020 you know a lot of people are saying oh I'm glad 2020 is over 2021 mm-hmm. to be honest I think it's all bullshit because every, you know I mean like it's all all it means is like the earth rotated around the sun well pandemic's still here <laughs> you know what I mean right. it's like yeah, I guess you can like put a put a timestamp after 2020, but it's mm-hmm. you know we're still experiencing those problems that we experienced before. Right. But yeah, but my main point is really. Well, hold on. Let's yeah. stop there. Yeah. That's because it's it's funny. That's it's interesting that you said that, and I, I don't want to gloss that over. Because mm-hmm. and and for for the listeners, the reason why I stopped here is um, he said 2020 is over, and now we're at 2021, but. We're still dealing with all this shit. Yeah. So why does it matter that we went to 2021? That's the basics of what you're Yeah, I just feel like it's overrated that people are like, oh, 2020 is done. And so why I think that's interesting, and I I kind of want to interject here. 2020, I mean, the the change from New Year's is always that idea of Mm -hmm. I can change now. Like, this is a, a, a chance for me to restart, which is always what's so attractive. And that's something I think we should... We shouldn't forget to completely embrace, right? Yeah. Every time we do New Year's, it's... I get it. I mean, it's... Time is time is bullshit. You know, our construct <laughs> time is completely is bullshit. bullshit. Right? <laughs> like, it's... Yeah, it's year to year, but yeah. everywhere else, I mean, it's, it's, it's really not like anything's happened. But the idea is sentimental because mm. we need to hold on to that hope, right? Yeah. That things can get better, right? That's why we hope for change. That's why we make these goofy resolutions that no one keeps... You know, yeah, well, at least I'm, they keep I'm, for, I'm, for ten days. I'm gonna keep mine. I'm keeping mine too. I'm so far on a decent track. Not the greatest, but decent. What uh, is your nearest resolution? Uh, well, I I don't want to get into all of them, and I want to hear yours too. But uh, I think you know from mine. a finite, yeah, I think I know yours. From a fine, uh, I, I have it from several different factors. Okay. But the biggest one for me this year will be in putting myself in the position to be able to get my own house and be able to afford it on my own. Nice. From a financial perspective, uh, as a good. big dude, every year I go. This is the year I lose the weight, so we'll throw that in the mix. Hey, but, at uh, least you're I'm, trying. I'm on a decent. Exactly, I'm actually on I mean, decent. Shape. I think you were. I, I have a you were doing well before the pandemic. You were doing yeah. the kung fu and everything. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. I mean, you were and beating me in the steps count. Yeah, I was competition. Yeah, I, re- I realized it's the variance between the Fitbit. Absolutely, absolutely. But I was doing my steps too. When you the, are. When you I was are, practicing yeah. kung fu, I was yeah. hoping, but. uh yeah, I think it's it's 
So we want to hold on to that, but it's uh, what did you? What did, what when, did they when we went into uh, uh, lockdown? Pan- lockdown mode. Yeah. yeah, I would say pandemic mode. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's when the we went to lockdown thing. mode. My whole routine was thrown off, mm-hmm. and so badly in such a way that like, I kind of got off track with all that stuff I was doing. Like you said, like kung mm-hmm. fu, working out, just doing all that, just having a routine enabled me to like. I was I was in good place at that point. Yeah. And then once this happened, I like completely fell off. What did, did you have some something like that happen well, with you? Well, to be fair, let me let me answer two things. Yeah. One thing I'll answer your question. Second, I want to add a little bit about this pandemic situation, particularly yeah. with our situation with Markham with our job. Well, I'll start with the second one. So first, like I always thought about it. I think this pandemic answered this question that I have is this what if? Because mm-hmm. you know, in our company, we always have that option to work from home. And I was like, what if I have that? What if I do that work from home? Mm-hmm. Well, now I know because the pandemic happened and we all basically just work from home. Because I, I kept thinking about I mean, you, you know, like before the pandemic, how much money I spent on Uber and right. like Metro, right. you know, and like spending, you know, like how much, it takes me an hour to get to work and that hour going back, that's two hours. And yeah. now I'm using that two hours to actually work more. And, you know, I just, before I always have to worry, like, cause, you know, we don't cook, we, we don't really have like food at home that much. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, I got to stop working now so I can, so the restaurants are still open. I can actually eat some food for I dinner. Remember, yeah. You know, that, all of those are gone. So I think that's like a second thing. I just want to like mention that. And I think it's been very interesting that, you know, that basically answers my question. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first one, your question about uh, the change of my routine, where initially it didn't change much. It actually was a, a better thing because of the, you know, I was just watching Naruto all the time mm-hmm. before, and now I was like, well, I get to watch more Naruto because right. all the travel time is gone. You know, before I would go to work, go home, watch Naruto, go to work, go home, watch Naruto. And then when the pandemic started, you know, like I log into work, log off work, watch Naruto. Right. <laughs> so it's exactly. like, so, so it, it didn't, it didn't, it's so all of this crazy thing, like what, you, what you're experiencing, a lot of my friends were experiencing as well. Mm-hmm. And they're all like having all this chaos. And I'm like, for me, like, I mean, I just watch Naruto. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to know what happened to, to Orochimaru or if, if Naruto's going to control the Nine Tails. You know, That's like, true. You know, with Sasuke versus Danzo. Like, mm-hmm. oh, next episode, next episode, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, was, it was a great... I don't regret it at all. It was a great series. Right. Yeah, but it didn't, it didn't really uh, affect me initially. But I think it finally hit me when I finished Naruto. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, now what? Now what do I do? Yeah, now what do I do? That's when when we started doing the Zoom parties and Mm -hmm. stuff. We really tried, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right, the Zoom parties. We had those. We had like five of those. Well, I have one coming up. Yeah, Yeah, I think our work uh, had one as well, right? We had a New Year's party or something or a holiday party or something. Yeah, I was like, oof. Those were always yeah. Those were parties. Yeah, those interesting. They would never. They can never. They were very. It was very obvious very quickly. Yeah. They would never replace a real party. Of course, yeah. I mean, you know, life like was, life one on one interaction will never be replaced. Exactly. But, yeah, but I think that's what it actually hit me. But then eventually, uh, for so there was like Naruto period. And there's like a brief amount of time where like I don't. I'm trying to figure out what to do, and then Dota. And then you found Dota. And I found Dota, and it's like. Yeah. Free time, Dota. Man, Free time, I wanted, Dota. I wanted to get into Dota, man. I was really hoping I could get well, into it. Well, I have 16 MVPs right now and about 140 wins. So. Well, listen, you can always download Warzone and we'll play that. Yeah. Well, I can't. I, we had that. My, oh, fo- right. my computer can't take it. I tried. I tried. Remember? I can give you my Xbox. No, I can't. 
Oh, I, well, well, I'll let you borrow it. I don't have a TV. You don't have a TV? Well, you can connect it to your monitor, right? Wait, really? I thought so. It's I, HDMI cord, right? Yeah. Is yeah. that a thing? Yeah. Dang, I didn't know you that. You can't listen. You can't hear anything unless you connect to the so audio. So you can actually connect like a PS5 to like I a connected, monitor? I connected my Xbox, the, the, the one I was, I was joking about offering. Although we could talk about it later. Yeah. Um, I connected that to a monitor I have in my room right now. Oh, one okay. that's actually in storage right now because I've, I I bought a second one on uh, I, I, I thought you, I thought you needed a TV. No, you see HDMI, but you need a you do need something for audio. So that's something you need to deal with. Monitors oh. don't have speakers on them. No, I have my monitor have a speaker. Your monitor has a speaker. Yeah, it's like a monitor and speaker. So you may be able to hear. Hmm. Dang, so. see? Yeah, but I'm trying to study. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. More, like, I yeah, mean, look, I'm not gonna add. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. Let me not I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to your dis- to your many many distractions. I mean, just like one game where the dota is already taking a lot of my time. Exactly. But then again, you know, it, it's 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 really because it's all that rhetoric where like, oh, it's pandemic, it's mm-hmm. okay. You know, it's really like you know, self love, mental this health. This is the time for you this to get your life together, yeah, yeah, so that yeah. when you go back out there, which is which is you're true. More you know, so I mean, in a way, it's really like. You know, I'll probably look up this time, and I'm like, "Oh, look! Remember the time when I played Dota?" You mm-hmm. know, but I, I feel, I feel like I really need to get going with my career, though. Like, if I really want to be a CPA lawyer, if I really want to get to what I want to do, I, I need to start. You know, mm-hmm. I need to stop living and playing with teenagers. And you know, like, oh, one thing with Dota, I realized though, it's like <coughs> those people who are like the toxic ones, they're the one who suck. Like I was, I was playing last night, and you know, like this guy is like so so uh, noisy. Try to. Let's put this 30 seconds and then let's talk back to 2020. Because we're oh, no, going to no. talk about one of the biggest things in 2020. Which is Dota. Dota's the biggest thing in 2020. 20, right? I, I, I would think that the, uh, what is the, the way the thing? Black Lives Matter movement Oh, is yeah, loaded. yeah. And the election, too, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Was, we, let's, uh, let's go. Okay, let, now let's go to the second half. I think we have like 20 minutes left, so we can... We, yeah. can, we can go ahead and use that to talk about, I guess, the most, like I said, the most, I mean, most important. Well, I, uh, the, the second half, basically, because yeah. I think we're, we're done with the first half. Right, right. Yeah, the first half, ultimately, we kind of took COVID as a joke until yeah. we realized, the, the, the first half ended with us realizing, yeah. oh shit, this is actually really, really serious. Yeah. And, and the failure of, basically, this country. And, and, and Fauci, Absolutely. The, Dr. Fauci talked about it just... Absolutely. And I don't think it's really the government's fault because it doesn't matter how whose administration it is, people will always do something differently. And mm-hmm. Doctor, you know, I, I watch a, a interview with Doctor Fauci with Georgetown, and basically he said that the foundation of this country is built about freedom, liberty, pursuit right. for happiness. Right. It works in other ways, but in terms of pandemic, it doesn't work because you know it's like freedom. Because you, you, need, yeah, yeah. you need everyone to kind of. It's it's so dang. It's actually funny that you say yeah. that because. Uh, what was it? China, they got their act together rather well, do, quickly. Do, do they? How, huh? how, how honest are their numbers? Oh, I think their numbers are, are incredibly <laughs> false. But I do think one of the things that I remember reading was that they, they were able to kind of mobilize and yeah. get their life together under this pandemic quickly. One, because there's that culture of if you're sick, put that mask on. But yeah. they're used to following directions, <laughs> essentially essentially what it is. I mean, so I, mean I have to, Chinese friends, you uh-huh. know, and I've discuss this uh, at length with them mm-hmm. and it's really the situation comparing like our average Chinese to average American like you know I feel like a lot of average Chinese they tend to be controlled a lot by the government exactly and, and they're saying. and they're fine with it because they don't know anything better right. they don't know a life we have here mm-hmm. while like for an American it's like 
you know I me. Mean? It's like you're in grade, in your level ten, and you're asked to go to level five. It, it sucks for you, right? While for the Chinese, like the Chinese people, they're at level three. Mm-hmm. They're used to level three, and now they're level five. There's, it's great for them. Right. You know what I mean? Because like, what's a lot of like the Chinese sentiment right now? The, the population's like, yeah, we didn't have freedom. We didn't have it for a long time. We didn't have all this like rights or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at least we have money now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's you know what I mean? It's just like you That's don't if, if you haven't had steak before, you don't know what you're losing. Right. You know, but if you had steak and now you're forced to eat sardines. Right. Like you know, like what the fuck? You know, like. That's basically like I think the situation between. That's why it's like, you know, in a way it kind of succeeded. The government control there succeeded, and here it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it it it's it really failed. I mean, we are we are the worst <laughs> country. We're laughing most, stock. Yeah, we're a general laughing stock. And I think that 2020 is really like it shows like I mean the U.S. has been declining for a while now, mm-hmm. but I think this kind of like puts a nail in the coffin. But. I'm still. I mean, I think we're still top, and we're still optimistic with the new administration. I feel like they would actually like start bringing competency. You know, with, with I'd hope so. Because a lot of the infrastructure, a lot of like the system, still favors the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been there for for decades. Well, we yeah. won't as a country. I think we're so cemented mm-hmm. in where we are. It's going to take more than four years and a bad president to really knock us down. Yeah, exactly. You know, okay. I do agree. It does. I do feel like, uh, from outside perspective, it seems like U.S. has been declining, and inter- I mean, even living here, mm-hmm. it does feel it too. Where I feel like we we're lagging behind in really in meaningful ways. But um, yeah, I mean, we definitely look we definitely looked like a joke. But I agree with you. I am hopeful mm-hmm. for our future. I definitely think we'll get out of this. I definitely hope it'll be will look really yeah. really great and at the end of the day I always just think like why, why do you need to be number one anyway well in a way I just I think I, I guess, I, guess I just I just answered we should be number one <laughs> well I just thought of like I, I, I just that. feel I like I just answered myself yeah. like my brain just answered myself when I asked mm-hmm. that question is right. I think about it it's like whoever's number one at least militarily or you know controls like the world in mm-hmm. a way where like you know what values is being set yeah. you know but anyway but what I'm thinking, I'm thinking about 2020 as well. It's like, it's actually great to be part of history. Mm-hmm. It's a definitely a historic year, and uh, yeah, I just you know this is gonna be in the textbook, and this is this is how it is to live part of that. And so, yeah, let's continue our discussion with like the second part of 2020. So what do you? Well, we can we can start first talk about like you know George Floyd incident. You yeah. know, I know we discussed that extensively in a different episode. Mm-hmm. And then also like the 2020 election. What, mm-hmm. what do you think about those two situations? So uh, to kind of recap, um, or not to recap, but to kind of summarize my whole thoughts with the George Floyd, I uh, I would say I don't think there's a single human being on earth who watched that video and thought mm-hmm. that that cop was in the right. I don't even I don't even care if you are uh, racist or 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 whatever phobic um, that you can be. I don't think there's a single person who saw that and was okay with it. Um, that being said, I do think that it sparked our generations. Um, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say civil rights movement because I don't think it was on par with that, but this is our generation's biggest like racial movement for, Mm -hmm. for, you know, equality and stuff. At least it seems that way, um, right now. And I think that, and I think that's a big deal because ultimately laws were enacted Mm-hmm. You know, cops, these cops were, some cops were held accountable. Uh, we still pending to see how it's ultimately going to end up. But I do think that 
based on this situation, based on laws that were made to try to promote at least some sense of equality or, or to uh, really try to stop police from uh, police officers from being uh, from doing whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big deal. I think that makes uh, our country seem safer, feel safer, and that's a that's important. But again, it was a big tragedy. Um, it was hard to watch. It was hard to talk about. But uh, you know, trying to be positive, I do think that ultimately America got better because of it. That's good. I mean, it it is really a big. You know, we had a conversation about it, mm-hmm. the episode. But one thing I will just always bring up, and I think it's been, I think it's funny. It's too, you know, one of those things that's too crazy, just funny. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I, I, you know, I've been seeing a lot of, you know, me, like, I, I like gathering data from different perspectives. I'm part of some Democrat group, Republican group. I just, I'm not really into, I'm not really, I don't have loyalty to any political party. I'd rather keep being neutral and try to, like, you know, gather data from both sides and kind of decide on my own based on my own personal values. But, uh, oh, yeah, but, uh, one thing I always just want to say is like how it's kind of crazy when they, and I, I see all this like rhetoric, like how, you know, let's say the liberals would be like Black Lives Matter and then the left conservatives was like, fuck you, we, we hate Black Lives Matter. But then again, the reason the conservatives are saying we hate the Black Lives Matter because they're talking about the organization, mm-hmm. which is actually, you know, it's a self-known like communist Marxist you know leftists or it's in their website right mm-hmm. like the people who founded it are well-known communists right right well but then those, pe- those people who are saying black lives they're not talking about the organization they're just talking that don't kill black people yeah exactly. <laughs> so I think that is like and those two people would just hate themselves hate each other mm-hmm. and here I am like just watching and reading it I'm like this is just miscommunication and this is so stupid you know and, and, and what blows my mind is like because it's just so Im- Embedded in the conservatives that Black Lives Matter is bad, mm-hmm. and it's so embedded in the liberals. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even liberals, just like regular people. And I just, it just blows my mind how. I think twenty twenty showed how fucking politicized this country is. Absolutely. You know, it's like Black Lives Matter, you're on the left. If you're going for like gun rights, you're on the right. Mm-hmm. Well, who the fuck is? And then if you're on the right, you should also be pro life. You should always mm-hmm. be free government. So what if like you want your pro life and your pro immigration and you know what I mean it's like so you can't choose your own values like if you're you believe one thing you actually have to believe like five other things mm-hmm. even though you don't believe those things you know what I mean and, right. and it's like and if you want to vote for someone who because you believe in one thing but you disagree with the other the three other things like you have no choice mm-hmm. and I think that that is like one of the biggest. Uh, you know political dilemmas in this country and uh speaking of that i think it's a good segue we can talk about the 2020 november election so what mm. do you think what's how's your uh, experience uh, with that i mean i the experience with it was not was not much yeah. um 20 the elections went in you know it was it was exciting because uh okay here's let me let me just let me let me just rewind back. Okay. Why I said it wasn't exciting, mm-hmm. or or not that I didn't say it was exciting. Why I didn't say I didn't have much to say about it is because we're kind of still dealing with it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the twenty twenty elections, you know, Biden won. I think if you're an objective person, I genuinely believe this. <laughs> if you're an objective, critical thinking person, you would see that Joe Biden won. Uh, you know, 
This isn't an insult to anyone who goes, this election was completely rigged in one favor or another. Mm-hmm. They sent you a bunch of links from yeah. alt-right articles. Exactly. You know, and you can have whatever comment you want, but this isn't me being a libtard or whatever the mm-hmm. insult for liberals is now. This is me genuinely going from an objective standpoint. If you read from the people who who, who uh, manage these voting polls and all that stuff and independent third-party people, you would know this was probably done uh, kosher. So it is uh, it is, in my opinion, silly to even suggest that Donald Trump uh, actually won that. Yeah, man. Uh, I totally agree with you, though. I would like to share my uh, more like my perspective on this election you know as i said earlier i'm not really like a democrat or a republican so i would i go with politics i see politics as in the pure art of it where it's like there's really you know this is what they they present and i go ahead and decide so that's why the debates are very important with me i came in a neutral perspective and i actually didn't decide who to vote for until actually like the when I was about I almost left the ballot empty because as you know me I'm very pro-life and pro-life is is can't tend to go for like Republican and but at the same time I also recognize Trump being a big piece of shit right, right. being a big asshole this is being frank it is I mean it, it is who he is even before he ran for president Absolutely. and and I was really torn with that because Trump is supposed to be the pro, you know, a lot of people are calling him the most pro-life president. And a lot of my, in my Catholic circles are saying you can't be Catholic and vote for Biden, even though Biden is Catholic. Because as we know, you know, and that's one thing I really don't like with the liberals is they're very pro-choice. They're very casual with abortion. I've always thought of abortion as the most evil thing you can ever do because you're basically killing your own kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's been my perspective coming from a different country. I was so surprised it was a right when it come to the to the United States. But then I look, look, look deeper into it and I saw that, well, Trump was actually pro-choice his entire life and there's actually allegations that he actually aborted his own kid. Like he got a Playboy uh, model pregnant and he paid her money to like abort it. And then there's also like, you know, Biden was actually pro-life. He was actually, actually voted for pro-life legislation, mm-hmm. you know, keeping with his Catholic faith and he actually just went pro-choice when he actually decided to run for president. That's right. when he like flip-flopped so you have one person who is pro-choice his entire life, became pro-life for political purposes, and you have one person who has been pro-life his entire life and become pro-choice for political purposes. So that is like you know that is like I think a big issue for me, particularly being a Catholic. But of course I gotta consider a lot of other other factors. You know, being especially being a former debater, you know I want to make sure that I do a cost-benefit analysis and actually see that. What is the, what is actually the best decision to be made, and a lot of it really, I made a decision by watching the debates. You know, I, I don't know, Ricardo, if you uh, you watched the debates. Did you did you check any of them out? I did not see them completely in their entirety. I will say that I saw the highlights of them. And okay. Yeah, so. but this long story short, I think I re- the main crooks with me is the is the first debate where you know Trump basically said that you know he said a lot of things with there aside from all the interrupting that they both did you know give credit to that 
Mm-hmm. But Biden was talking about his dead son, you know, who passed away. Uh, Bio, uh, Bio, Bio Biden, you know, and then, you know, as for me, my mom passing away at age seven and my dad passing away at age 16, it was, it was like a, I know how Biden feels sharing mm-hmm. like a death of a loved one. And Trump just like ignored that and just spat in his face like, oh, how about Hunter? He takes cocaine, blah, blah, blah. That's very disrespectful. That, that rubbed me the wrong way. But I think the main crux of that is what we're experiencing now is every presidential debate, they were asking if the president, the incumbent president, will commit to a peaceful transition of power. Mm-hmm. Everybody says yes. They asked that question as a formality. But then eventually Trump said, we'll see. And yeah. we, now here we now are. Here we are. And I think that's really the main reason I decided to like, well, this is it. Like that's why you know I I don't think I can vote for this guy because this guy is a dictator. And now that these things happen, now I'm right. You know, mm-hmm. I don't regret voting for Joe Biden. And it's like, you know, I actually voted Republican and my other people just vote Biden's only Democrat because in the other republic I did more research and I mainly vote not for the party. But I voted for the person. I did my research and like I like this. Republican right. for our Senate and also our House of Representatives, but they unfortunately lost. So at least I got the president correct, you know. But anyway, we're wrapping down, you know, 2020. I think that's like a good, good end to it. It's 2021, so maybe just uh, we have three minutes left. Just closing statement. Do you have anything else to say for this this, uh, this amazing year of historic year of 2020? I would from, say yeah. 2020 to wrap everything up. 2020 mm-hmm. sucked. <laughs> but but the wise person would have used that time to reflect and to I, I do believe you should have as an individual taken some time to better yourself in some way we had all the time in the world to do that and uh, there wasn't really anything stopping you at that point and so if you didn't this is a wise time to reflect why that is so 2020 did stink but you know, you want to be positive. There was bright side to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this was a time where you really got to know who your closest friends were. You really got to see what you were made of. Just dealing with all this shit that we had to deal with. Um, and your ability to just get through something as serious as a pandemic. You know. Mm-hmm. Thanks. What yeah. about you? That's... What would you say? Well, I'll just say, you know, it started with the wildfires, Kobe's death, you know, the elections, pandemic. It's a multitasking year. <laughs> like multitask. Right. You know, we can have pandemic one year, you know, this election, Black Lives Matter in one year, but they all put it all together in one year and we all lived through it, we survived it. I always stick to what I said earlier. I feel mm-hmm. like it's bullshit that 2020, 2021, it's all like the same flow of time for me. Absolutely. But I, the main thing that I'm taking away from this is vaccines started at like end of 2020, particularly 2021. We got a vaccines, people are getting vaccinated. And there's end in sight and we can be normal again and we can have parties again and we can uh, have another one hour work again. Absolutely. And that's going to be the question, you know, we're, we're still going to be working remotely, you know, what's happening? But at the end of the day, uh, I just want to thank you, Ricardo. You know, I think it's been a wonderful episode. Absolutely. We've been, uh, we talk about 2020 and uh, just want to say to our listeners, thank you for listening. You can always reach us at publicdiscoursepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions. And I just want to Wish everyone a happy new year for 2021, okay. and I hope everyone... Wait, Sancho, <laughs> yeah. so you're saying Donald Trump did not make America great again? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think Final Joe thoughts. Biden will make America great again. In a way, you know, what is great anyway? <laughs> what does great mean? But anyway, uh, have a good night, and 
Have a wonderful life. Thank you for listening. Have a great one, everyone. <laughs>